Welcome everybody to No One Likes the Tuna Podcast, the world's premier, p- p- dedicated, p- p- first and furious podcast. <laughs> I'm Nick Nocera. And I'm Daryl Wong. And we've joined each other in holy matrimony by watching all eight Fast and Furious movies at this point. Each and every times. week? Twelve times. Each and every week. We don't watch them all every week. We watch one a week. Remember uh, when we used to do marathons? Shit, should we do another marathon? No, it's not humanly possible. <laughs> we got nine movies nine now. Movies it's not possible. It's not it's possible. possible. All right. Reach out, tweet at us if you want us to do a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> we need, we need uh, how, what's our threshold for how many tweets we need to actually do this? Something doable. Like, like four. Um, <laughs> I was going to say like 10, <laughs> 10, maybe four, 15. Four tweets. Oh my God. Yep. Four That'd tweets and the suffering will be initiated. Yep. Yep. In the meantime, we watched uh, The Fate of the Furious this week, did we not? Mm-hmm. And how Let's... was your watch through? Oh, I mean, it was nice. I finally got my, this is boring. This is boring for everybody else, but it was a, uh, it was a win for me. I got my Blu-ray codes to work. So I got access to all the movies now in full digital anytime I want. You hacked the hacking device, bro. I hacked the hacking device. Okay, guys. (laughs) You got those digital codes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was good. The movie, not so good, but it was, you know, it's still nice to watch. Um, I had a good time watching this movie, even though, okay, so you were going to record with me on your Thanksgiving, which was incredible, and I flaked, um, and then just because like, I hadn't had a chance to watch the movie in my busy, semi-retired life, mm-hmm. but then, so last night, it's like midnight, and I'm like, fuck, I have to watch oh this movie. Oh my God. Oh my so, God. Literally, I watch... 45 minutes of it on my phone with my headphones in while I'm going to sleep. Like while the two of us are going to sleep, <laughs> I'm in bed. And then I wake up at 7.30 this morning to fucking watch the other hour and a half. It was horrible. Like the last thing I want to do first thing in the morning is watch Fate of the Furious. Uh-huh. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You gotta, you gotta uh, figure out a way to not have, not have it be like your main... Uh, activity. I remember at some point a couple of weeks yeah. ago, Jess and I were, it was like a Sunday or something. We were doing something very normal, making dinner. And I, I tried to put on the movie. And she was like, Oh, I want to watch that. Can you put on the big TV? I was like, oh, Really? I was like, Are you sure? I was like, Just so you know, I've seen this movie a lot of times. I don't <laughs> want it to be like the main thing that we're doing right now. Like, right. We got, pl- we got plenty of other stuff to do. Let's just like, I'm just going to have it on over here. I'll watch it passively. We can, can enjoy making the dinner. And she was like, no, I want to watch it. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I, she maybe hasn't seen this one. Yeah. And I got all upset about it. Cause like, come on. I was like, look, I have to watch this all the time. Like we don't have to make it a big thing. And yeah. So I found, and yeah, there I found it a, is right in uh, front yeah. of you. Yeah. It's I found horrible. Yeah. I found a lot of different ways to watch it uh, on the side now, which is very nice. Yeah, that's a lot better. Like if it's if it's a sit down in front of me and I'm not doing anything else and I'm just watching it, it's so horrible. Mm-hmm. But if I have like um, 
bread to bake. Yes. Or like um, some kind of hobby to uh, like do while I'm also watching a movie. Knitting, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to look at my phone too much. That's my one rule, basically. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, it's an intense fire of a good time. Something yeah. you're already doing, if you, if you put a Fast and Furious behind that, and oh, all of a sudden, yeah, yeah it, ma- it magnifies the whole situation in a really nice yeah. way. Um, I thought there was too much Hobbs in the beginning of this movie. There's actually too much Hobbs in this movie, I think. I agree with that. He ends mm-hmm. up being, he, he sort of takes the role of the good guy, good guy team lead, which sucks. Yeah totally sucks because that's how where brian o'connor is supposed to be mm-hmm. can you imagine this movie except all of the hobbs is actually brian o'connor and how good <sighs> that would be yeah and how betrayed he would feel about dom's you know fucking like uh, blowing them up yeah side job yeah the cypher the cypher plot i don't fucking mm-hmm. even know uh, I'm very interested we, in the Cypher crew this watch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I want to know more, much more about them. Okay. Uh, let's think. I mean, I remember they've, they've got the Leprechaun dude. Uh, the Who Leprechaun the... dude who's in Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. The I redhead? If, I didn't... Yeah. I don't watch Game of Thrones, so... Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. Whoa. <laughs> Be part of the culture, Daryl. I'm down. I'll catch up eventually. I've always yeah. said that I, I, I'm down to watch it. I very much support. Like, I understand that it's like probably one of the greatest TV series of all time. But mm-hmm. I just, I started too late. I didn't have enough time to, like, no, restart it. everything. So, at some point, I'll catch up. Do my due diligence here. Basically, like, yeah, be part of the culture. Like, get an HBO Go password. It's not that Recently hard. got one. I recently oh. got one. It's been Excellent. fucking sweet. It's so sick. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's just like, it, they undeniably make the best shit on TV. Yeah. Like, yeah. I recently did a, a job for HBO, like a professional mm-hmm. workplace job. Um, they were good people to work for, too, to be honest with you. You know what I mean? That's good to hear. It was like very cool how into the creative um, endeavor they were. You know, and I appreciate um, their paycheck for the, for the yes. It's pretty cool. That's quite nice too. That's quite nice too. Yeah, but um, get the password. Get on Game of Thrones. Be part of the cultural zeitgeist. Like, have a voice in the conversation, and let me know what you think of the last season because I thought it was great. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm gonna have to choose like a. I'm gonna have to choose a family or something, right? Once I get once I get truly invested in the show, I'm gonna have to decide sort of which faction I uh, belong to. Uh, it sort no. of chooses for you, basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there is the guy, the redhead guy, is um, a sort of I would say tertiary at first, but then becomes a secondary character in Game of Thrones, the series. Mm-hmm. And then. There's like the lady who's flying the plane. There's like a short-haired lady who's flying the plane. Hmm. Right? I don't remember her. Okay. Anyway, there's a couple of them. Does she I have any lines? I want to know their stories. Nah. Yeah. 
No. There's one yeah. line that the lady says who's flying the plane, but that's about it. They really mm-hmm. don't. It's like they work hard at their jobs. Here's the thing I found. They work hard at their jobs, right? For Cypher. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like probably been with Cypher for a little bit. You know, they seem to know the ins and outs of her operation, sort of can react to her needs without her asking. They're good employees. They're good of mm-hmm. uh, the cypher punks, I like to call them. <laughs> um, but they've trained for this, too. This mish, you know? And then all of a sudden, some punk-ass bitch named Dom Toretto storms his way into their organization, basically takes a seat at Cypher's right hand, and, uh, if you know, if I were Cypher's crew i'd be feeling a little dejected basically Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i mean yeah it probably takes a lot to work for a criminal mastermind especially one of that scale you know and you have to you have to think a little bit like in uh the old whatever and like the old the old conquerors didn't they used to like build their armies by basically forcing well yeah forcing their uh, the townspeople and you're like all right well we can either kill you or you can come and be part of our army and uh i don't know like i feel like the modern version of uh of building a uh, criminal organization is i don't know is is that still the normal way to collect your employees cypher's just like all right well i can either ruin your life kill your entire family or you can come fly planes for me and you're just like well if you put it that way doesn't sound too bad. Doesn't sound too bad, sure. I'll fly some airplanes. I'll fly an airplane or two. Uh, gonna have to go to school, but, you know, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, yeah, maybe they are old enemies of Cypher who have now been co-opted into her organization. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's the Could baby you... killer, too. Ooh, yeah. That's yeah. not done by the uh, the Game of Thrones guy? No, there's like um, an East Asian gentleman mm. um, who is about to like kill the baby because Dom's betrayed them, but then Shaw kicks his ass and is like, you better shoot a baby. Mm-hmm. What kind of horrible person are you? Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Hmm. So, anyway, I'm going to look out for the crew a little more on the next go-around. They remind me a lot of Hobbs's crew in um, Fast Five. Mm-hmm. Magchild and Scattershot and... Uh, stutter Step. Stutter Step <laughs> and Bone Saw or whatever. Like, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they're called. I wish they had cool names. Uh, I don't know the redhead's name. In this movie. Yeah, I don't remember it either. It's so weird. It's like, yeah, I don't know if I said this before. It's like you watch it so many times. I'm almost losing, I'm losing details. I've watched it so many times. I like at some point for sure knew everything. And now I feel like I know less and less every time I watch it. 100%. 100 so weird. 100%. Um, Rhodes is apparently his name. V-I-M-D-B. Got it. So... Guess that's that's cool. It's kind of a stupid name. Rose. 
Rhodes. R-H-O-D-S. O-D-E-S. Like the Colossus. Ah. Rhodes. Um... Hey, that airplane stunt, they actually pulled it off this time instead of, like, six. Taking down? Did no, they take picking up a car. So Dom drives. Oh, right, 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 right. After he He's escapes escaping. from, after he betrays them the first time on their job for the EMP. Mm-hmm. He drives to the airport. A giant jumbo jet swoops down, opens its ass to him, and then he drives in it and it takes off. It's pretty impressive. Flawless execution. No harpoons necessary. No harpoons Precision present. Precision machine. Mm-hmm. It seemed like a smaller plane. Maybe easier to uh, do the touchdown. I guess so. I like her plane a lot. It's cool looking. You know, it's like mm-hmm. stealth and it's got that big radar on top of it. Do you think they bought a... Or like, I don't even know how you would do that. I was gonna say, how do you get a how do you get a plane? I think it seemed like a military plane. You, you have, have to pay steal a plane it? to like fly around for a little bit. Hmm. Interesting. Are you talking about how Cipher gets a plane, or how the art directors of this movie got a plane? Oh, oh I was talking about how would Cipher get a plane? Oh. How do bad guys get cool stuff like that? Because the bad guys always have the coolest stuff. Black market, dog. <laughs> You know, I don't know. It's pretty sweet. I've never encountered the black market. Wouldn't know where to go to find it. Right. Yeah. Can I do that on like the dark internet? Can I just like you know? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. Too scrape scrape together some bit scrape together some bitcoins and have somebody fly a uh, airplane over to me. That's a lot of bitcoins. Probably. It's not. That many Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's expensive. Yeah. Um, Wait, are they, is Bitcoin worth anything right now? I think it's worth some thousands of dollars. That's a lot. Let's look up Bitcoin price. This is what our listeners want to know. $12,000. Oh, 12000 New sh- Zealand dollar. Sorry. Which is like 9000 US. That's still a lot of that's still, still a lot, a lot of, of value there. Goodness. Yeah. Or six hundred and eleven Afghan Afghanis. Oh. So eleven thousand, sorry. Six hundred and eleven thousand. Anyway, um if you were tasked if I told you, Daryl, go buy me something on the black market. Could you do it? I don't. I'm not sure if I even could. I don't think I could do it. I don't even I, know if I could do that. I don't think I could do it. I was like, you like, mean? Could you uh, do it without? No matter wh- how innocuous it was, whether it was like, could you buy a stolen bicycle on the black market without getting caught? I mean, I could go on Craigslist and I could probably find a bike and I could probably identify which one looks stolen. Does that count as the black market? That's not a. I mean. I don't know. What counts as the black market? Oh, well, yeah. When does the market turn from normal color to gray and then to black? <laughs> Is there know. a gray market? I have no idea. I feel like that would be a gray market <laughs> transaction. You're just like, hey, this mm. market's a little iffy. <laughs> this is a gray market transaction. Like, oh, I recognize this is stolen, I, but I'm using a neural platform. You can find me if you want to. Boom, gray market transaction. Yeah. Black market transaction is just like, 
How do you even find each other? I have no fucking clue. Damn. How would I get... Yeah. I have Where's no the black clue. market located? You gotta know, know somebody. Man. You gotta know somebody who's already, who's already participating like, in the black market. You ever been to Montreal? No. Alright, well in Montreal there's like a city, obviously. And then you go underground and there's like other stores. There's a whole bunch of like underground system in Montreal mm-hmm. where there's like stores and restaurants and stuff under the city. Um, I always thought it was like that. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like you go down, down like an elevator and you're in the black market. Hmm. Maybe, maybe the black market. Secret maybe the... Maybe the definition of black market is just like anything where you don't play, pay taxes. Oh, interesting qualifi- qualifying. Hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't pay taxes? Black market. Have you ever not paid taxes on something? Mm-hmm. Have I ever not paid taxes on something? I feel like yes. I feel like I have tons of cash transactions where yeah. I'm... Probably Dude, not those dudes are something. for real not paying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe you had a maybe you've had a number of black market hot dogs in your life. Speaking of black market hot dogs, do you want to do <laughs> shout outs? I think it's that time. We should rename the segment Black Market Hot Dogs. Fucking <laughs> 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 black market hot dogs. This is the first instance of a new of a new recurring segment black of our podcast called Black Market Hot Dogs. Uh, what types of black market hot dogs do you want to shout out to this week? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, mine my, my hot dogs uh, go on uh, go on my feet this week. Um, oh, I'm giving a shout out. Yeah, I bought a new pair of sneakers on discount, but very satisfied with the product. Um, this is a Converse. Chuck Taylor 70. 70 is important. Chuck Taylor 70. Okay. So it looks a lot like the classic Chuck Taylor, but they've put a lot of technology into it since the original CT, which I'm sure you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure you've worn one at some point, but they feel terrible. Not since I was maybe a nine years old because okay. those shoes are for children. Yep. Yeah. They still feel like, they still feel like garbage. That classic one. <laughs> And they've, they've tried to make a couple improvements over time. Um, whatever. A number of years ago, Nike bought out Converse and they yeah. put like a Nike sole into it. I had a pair of those and I was like, I was sort of in my mind convincing myself that uh, they felt great. They feel terrible. Yeah. They now really I got these bad. new ones. I got these new ones and they feel like, they feel like old people's shoes. They feel very, very nice. Nice and cushy. A little bit of extra sole here. I got a black on black pair. Black velvet. They're my dress sneakers. I wore them out Ooh. to uh, wore them out to Connecticut this weekend for the uh, for the Thanksgiving Damn. holiday. Damn, that sounds good. Yeah, so they're a little bit more pricey than the than the regular Chuck Taylor. They retail at like eighty bucks or something, but I got them for like forty five bucks. Oh yeah, I mean you're the king of the street deal. For yeah, sure. The black market. Yeah. Uh, literally the black shoe market. The black shoe market is where I got these, but I did pay taxes on them. Nice. Um, I am ready. Like you mentioned old people's shoes. 
Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the government to hand me my like black pair of shoes uh, with the Velcro and then like the chunky soles that every fucking 80 year old person in the universe wears. Do those come from the I'm government or are those issued from like I the assume, nursing home? I assume since they're so ubiquitous mm. that they just come from the government, like government cheese. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, I'm thinking back though, like there's definitely what's it called, like Westfield Mall in South San Francisco. It for sure. Yeah, we got a Westfield here in y- New Zealand. Yeah, um, this one like for sure has a store that you can go into, and I remember I went in there uh, with my mom or my sister or something as a teenager. I was like, oh, we got to check out this shoe store over here. It was an old people shoe store. It's a place. It's like Orthomart or something. Yeah, something like that. It looks yeah, it looks sort of like a normal like Foot Locker minus yeah. any of the athletic um, sort of accoutrement. A little bit dimmer yeah. and like cushier seats and just like everything on the wall is black or gray or beige. Yeah, a lot of beige. Um, I'm with you. I'm with you on the. Fucking shoot. Oh, sorry, bro. I'm so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in trouble focusing. Thinking about those black market hot dogs. <laughs> uh, my black market hot dog this week is... Uh, I have an anti-black market hot, black market hot dog. Okay. I want to give an anti-shout out to um, iMessage. Mm. The iPhone messaging service. So... Um, I'm sure there's a reason that it's very well thought out for this, but you cannot search iMessage by date. Hmm. So if I wanted to look up a message I sent last year, mm-hmm. it's almost impossible. Hmm. So what I've been having to do is like, I'm applying for a residency visa here in New Zealand and I have to like screenshot my conversations with my partner so that I can like prove we're in a relationship together that's Mm -hmm. been like ongoing. So I have to go back to the beginning of when we started texting. Wow. Which was two years ago. I can't just like keep scrolling. I guess I could just keep scrolling up. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But there's like, Just you got to weed through a lot of like, you have to weed through a lot of like, on my way homes or like, yeah, what are we doing? What time does the thing start this weekend? Actually, that's the kind of the stuff I need. Ah. You know, I got to weed out the like sexy time stuff. <laughs> but. Got it. Like to get back I have to like do one screenshot per week of my relationship. Hmm. So what I had to do was install a third party app, get that to export my text from this person as a Excel spreadsheet. Wow. And then um, figure out what the first text I ever sent her was. And then go into iMessage on my phone and search specific words in that text, like in a specific order so that it came up. And then that would put me at the beginning of our conversation and I could like screenshot, scroll down, screenshot, scroll down, 
screenshot. Scroll down. Wow. It is brutal. Holy smokes. So it really does not, it's not a good service for the, you know, what you need. Mm -hmm. I always thought that like, so I've, uh, yeah, I I think I spoke a few weeks ago about sort of backing up my machine, my machine and sort of how I had like a good time doing that. But I've also, um, I've also used sort of different, uh, yeah, at times I've wanted to sort of take information, like rip information from my phone. Like, what was I doing? I think I, I, I initially started on this path because I had a, I had a, it, like when I was in college, I started growing like this extensive iTunes library of like stolen MP3s basically. And it, I, yeah. I, I ended up transferring them around like from iPod to iPod and they don't really like for you to do that. Like, the DRM and like just iTunes in general is no, not super helpful not with that. that. And yeah. I remember like at some point I started doing that with my phones and stuff. And that's like this, um, yeah, man, I guess I haven't actually looked into it, but I'm pretty sure that like the, t- like iPhone will store your message archive in like little, like hidden files basically that are not designed for you to really look at through iTunes or through anything, but it like right. keeps them around such that when it, when you want to do one of these, like, yeah, like not normal, like rip all the stuff from your phone type of thing. It does have a way to do that. And I think it actually would be one of those things. Like if you took your, like, yeah, if you took your iPhone and tried to like go on a PC and like rip all the stuff off of it, that sounds like the easiest way yeah. to access it. That's sort of what I did. Yeah. I like had to install this thing in my PC that then like bat- did its own backup of my phone and like ripped out all the text messages. Goodness. Yeah. But then I can't just like give them an Excel spreadsheet of my entire life's conversation with my partner, right? Like you have to turn again, it into a Word document. Some sensitive material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they want like pictures. Hmm. Not they want I got to weed out some sensitive material. And also they don't want the entire two years of conversation. They want like just ongoing evidence that we maintain a a contact, contacted relationship. Hmm. Right. So I need to give them like snippets of said relationship. You should pick the funniest stuff. Like pick out really your best jokes over time and like. Oh, (laughs) such a good idea. Think of your funniest pieces of content. Like, make sure. Like, sometimes I know that there's a timestamp involved with like the delivery of that punchline. Like, make sure that type of stuff is included in there. Like, boom. Like, set up joke. Waited ninety seconds. Set up punchline. Big laughs. Monster. (laughs) You can speaking of monsters. Yeah. What else you got for this movie? Um, what else? A couple small things. Um, Roman isn't wet when he exits the, uh, the ice cold water. He's driving his orange Lambo around, gets, uh, runs into some chunky ice and then gets very, very submerged in that thing. Emerges from there with, uh, Tesh pulling him out of, on the, on the door sled. Stands up and proceeds to shoot four dudes and is totally dry. And uses the door as a shield. Mm-hmm. Right? So he so must be wearing some sort of high-performance material. 
because instant dry is uh, maybe he bought not some of those possible. pants that you were talking about the other week. Some waterproof pants. You know what some I'm saying? Gore- some Gore-Tex. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, some Gore-Tex pants. <laughs> you know, and his head is basically a giant Gore-Tex globe. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he doesn't have any hair for the water gets stuck in. Naturally waterproof, oleophobic. Naturally waterproof. Um, yeah, I know I've said this before. They should be in the fucking sub. Yeah. Right? Like, I know she's a hacker and thus it's like a drone sub, but it'd be more fun if they were in the sub. If Cypher was in and the had, sub. And somebody had to like, yeah, totally. Yeah. And like someone had to jump on the sub and get in the sub and fight some dudes in the mm-hmm. sub and take down Cypher. And maybe she like ejected out a torpedo yeah. and got away. Yeah, that'd be cool. You know? Or just like yeah. her being in the plane the whole time is fine, but it'd be cooler if they like there was some hand to hand shit. And they missed an opportunity. Like when you have a submarine scene to use the periscope for like some sort of funny something. Like totally. right in the karate movies, like they're always using the handles and stuff to like bonk somebody's hands and then they'll yeah. periscope up it right into somebody's butt or something. Like they missed a pretty serious What you're describing is very Jackie Chan style kung fu. That's exactly movie, what I was I think, thinking but, about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, man. I'm with you. Um My last thing is there's this point where Dom is like getting I mean, he's back on the crew, and he's like, this is for my son. And he drives, and he like goes off that jump, mm-hmm. and then spins and hits the sub or whatever. When he says, but like when he says, this is for my son, all he does is like blast off into a sick wheelie <laughs> at first. <laughs> so I was watching, I was like... He's like, this is for my son. And he like just rips a sick wheelie. I was like, yeah, I bet your son would love that. (laughs) (laughs) It just seemed like a cool thing to do for your son. It's like, just kick that sick ass wheelie, bro. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish they just sort of stuck with that during the rest of the maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, no, uh, heat seeking nuke necessary. Just boom. Yeah, Brian loves six wheelies. Yeah. So. I remember at some point, um, when I was a kid, my dad had a sports car. He got rid of it when I was a teen, like before I was a teenager. So I never had the opportunity to make any bad decisions, but. Oh, what a fucking bummer. (laughs) Yeah. I do remember at some point, like riding around and I was on the back seat or I think maybe my sister and I were both in the back seat and, uh. It was Porsche 944. He really loved this car, and he put like a very like a lot of effort into um, having a parking space for it and moving it around and like having being able to drive it as much as possible on the weekends and stuff. But like putting it in a yeah, putting it away sort of during the week. And I have a distinct memory of like being really young, and we were on we were just driving home, I think, and. Um, he just goes here. Go ahead and put your. We were sitting in the back seat. He's like, go ahead and put your hand on the uh, 
um, what would be basically the in, inner shell or the in, the interior side of like the wheel well basically and he was just like yeah. i'm gonna hit it and he just like boom hits it and we're going up this, oh my God. we're going uphill and like you feel yeah you feel like the little yeah you feel the uh the pull on my little chinese chest and you feel and i remember just feeling the whole uh <laughs> yeah the whole uh wheel well just i was like yo this is cool and I remember That's having that moment, crazy. and it was very nice. Yeah, kids love, like, sick car stuff. It's you know? fun. It's fun. Like, I think that Dom is a good dad because he, like, can pull some super sick car maneuvers mm-hmm. and impress little Brian, little baby Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, funny in fact, little baby Brian is what I call my stomach, and it is grumbling right now so i think it's time i think we should end this podcast so i can get a bagel a bagel what time is it where yeah, you um, are is it breakfast time three, nah it's three fifteen in the afternoon okay perfect bagel perfect um, bagel time perfect time for um, they're montreal style bagels but yeah what does that mean they're like denser and smaller okay so not good basically they're bad they're not good bagels. Mm. They're not as fluffy and huge huh. and delicious. Yeah. I have a newer bagel spot, like, sort of by my office, and theirs is more like a, like, it's almost too light. It's almost like a bready bagel. It has the bagel shape, mm. and they put the normal bagel stuff on it. It tastes good once it's toasted, but, like, sometimes I get confused. It's not my favorite, but it's the easiest one for me to buy, so I eat a good I amount of them. That. I really, there's nothing in life I hate more than a place that is unfucking can like like unbelievably convenient but is and is also almost almost so close <laughs> it's it would be so much better if it just wasn't what i wanted <laughs> right. because i could just make up my mind and go somewhere else mm-hmm. but, but because it's almost <sighs> what i want yeah it's so brutal dude Anyway, my life is actually pretty good. So, <laughs> give it up. Get a little gratitude in my attitude, brothers. Uh, and if you want to express some gratitude or just want to tweet at us for... I would say, like, uh, like the marathon situation. If you want mm-hmm. to give us, like, one of be one of four people to tweet at us about that. <laughs> you can do so at Nolt Podcast, N-O-L-T-T. Uh, what else we got? Um, we've got an Instagram page, which doesn't get a ton of love, but I think about it all the time at No One Likes the Tuna Podcast. Yep. And we can, you can email us, No One Likes the Tuna Podcast at gmail.com. Mm. What else? And Anything? you can, who cares? We got the Patreon. Oh, did you already say that? No. The Patreon. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash no one likes the tuna podcast. Uh, throw us a buck. Fuck it. You know? How hard is that? Not hard. So, maybe fucking do it. It'd be cool. Anyway. It's fun. It's cause for celebration on our end. Cause célèbre, as they say in celebre. Montreal. Cause <laughs> célèbre. Get their bagels. Uh, I, right, buddy, peace out. Peace, peace. We'll talk next week. Peace.